The Rush Hour. Counting down the top 30 moments from 2023. Number 28. Here's a quick quiz for you, family. Our next guest, A, lost his B, lost his voice, or C, both, after this happened. Two seconds on the clock. Welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour, Mr. Eddie Maguire. Good afternoon, Eddie. Welcome to the Global Rush Hour here in Adelaide. Great to be with Triple M, which stands for the mighty, magnificent Magpie. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Jazz is still trying to work that out. Yeah, yeah, I am, Bird. Yeah, three M's. Now, <laughs> you haven't stopped celebrating since Saturday. Now, they reckon you're down at South Bank in a Collingwood jumper with your footy shorts on and boots on, three parts. <laughs> That's always been the case. Now, actually, to be perfectly honest, I drank water all weekend. And now I've just taken it nice and easy. Okay. And I was invited to the dinner afterwards, which I was... Very proud and happy to attend, but I've left them to their own devices. I'm very strong on, I don't want to look like being the uh, old boyfriend at the wedding. <laughs> it's good to see you, but you know, you're making a few people uncomfortable. So, no, it was great. I've been absolutely embraced, shown great respect, and I've loved every moment of it. But, yeah, it's great to just stand back and be a supporter again and just love it. It was fantastic. How'd you go during the game, Ed? Because there were some lead changes, there were some big moments, especially late controversial moments. It had everything that game. Is it the best you've seen? Well, I was sitting with uh, in the AFL area. I wasn't in the box this week. Uh, and uh, all the politicians and all the dignitaries. And it was good that they learned a few new words uh, <laughs> alongside me. <laughs> they might be theatre goers. I'm a little yeah. bit more contact sport at the football. Um, <laughs> so, no, I mean, anyone who's ever seen me at the footy, they know I, I, I immerse myself in it. I'm coaching in my mind. I'm calling it in my mind. I'm president. I'm, I'm so involved in it. And these days, a lover of the game. But reading the play, as you guys, you know what it's like when you go to the footy. You're seeing where people should be and what's going on. And, yeah, you do. You get fully immersed in it. So, grand final, even more so. I loved the, the way we were doing it. You know, I loved the intricacies of France it looked like, you know, most people said, who is this guy? They're playing one short. But what he was doing was allowing Bobby Hill because he was yeah. keeping Harris Andrews out of it and things like that. I mean, it was really good tactics. And, and also just watching, and Craig McRae's given a bit of an insight in some of the interviews just about how he's been doing things, the attack mode, the trust, which you can have when you've got people like Pendlebury and Dacos and Dugowie and Crisp and the like who actually kick it and the ball goes to where they actually want it to go. Jeremy Howe running to position. So from that point of view, it was a really skillful game of football. And of course, the Brisbane Lions, there's always the ghosts of the grand finals past coming to you when Dan kicks that guy go again. What's next? And I've lived through them all. You know, I was born in 64. Four points when Gabo put us in front and Compton comes from the back pocket to kick a goal. First person from the back pocket to ever go past and half back, he kicks the goal. 66, Barry Breen kicks one, you know, a point to get us through. 70, we're in front. 77, <laughs> first one I went to. 27 points out of three-quarter time. Oh, no, no it was still calm and no. they get up. 79, we had him again. The bloody siren went at the 26-minute mark when we're running down the field with the ball. Uh, 80, the first team from fifth to get there. 81, we had him done, and Peter Moore's hamstring went, We and they got over the top of us, Carlton, and then we get a my time. 2002, the greatest injustice in the history <laughs> of sport. The umpires in the last quarter, plus all the things that the Brisbane Lions got. I couldn't believe when they started squealing about a free kick to an advantage. The free kick wasn't there in the first place. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
then 2003, well, we all know that, hypothecators and ankle deep and syringes and all that. But anyway, then we get up to uh, the preliminary finals, into with the victory in 2010, and then the uh, stiff in 2011, and in 2018, of course, again. So, with all that behind me, no, I wasn't nervous at all. <laughs> no, Seems like you're a good, you're a good loser. You take it well. <laughs> uh, I don't forget that. Was no. one of that. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Ed, I'd love your opinion on this. The turnaround at Collingwood in the last two years since Craig McRae's taken over from Nathan Buckley, your opinion on how he's done it. Like, I mean, he he made an instant impact last season and then obviously one step further this year. So in your opinion, what's the main thing? Well, I think this is becoming cliche and I think we need to take a bit of a broader view. Don't forget the last six years, Collingwood's gone. Grand final, lost by five points. Preliminary final, lost by a point. A, a win during COVID away against West Coast when they were still going. And then we had one year where everything happened after COVID. And then in comes Craig and Craig. The answer to you is there. He's exactly the man for the time. Everyone in football was exhausted after COVID. Yep. Teams were shot. Yeah, I mean, the great Richmond teams. And Richmond's gone out of it now. West Coast Eagles have absolutely disintegrated and the like. And what Craig has been able to do, and the entire club, Jeff Brown, Craig Kelly this year, but don't forget to, uh, some of these decisions were made beforehand. Graham Wright was appointed, was one of the last appointments that uh, I signed off on, and Craig's come in. But what I'm saying is that they have freshened the place up. It has been a bit of Ted Lasso, but with a guy who has got Ted Lasso sensibilities, but Alex Ferguson's brain power as far as putting together a game plan. He is exactly the person that Collingwood needed at that moment in time, and he's delivered in spades, yeah. you know. And I worried last year, we got knocked off in two finals last year, and you think, geez, you know, ha- how are we going to go? Early on in the year, we won games just, they had gone the other way, we would have been in all sorts of trouble. But he finds a way because, as we've now figured out, it's not a fluke, it's not about hanging on, wasn't about the things going away. No, they trained to do these things, and as a result, he was and is the man for the occasion, and the club, has gone with them out of, I said, that horrible period of COVID. And a change as good as a holiday. I'm new president. I'm out. I've been there 23 years. Bucks had been around the club for, you know, the best part of 26, 27. He was a full-on type of coach. At times he changed and there was a, a reaction. I said the last three years of your coaching were fantastic. So all up, great result and all power to the people who are there at the moment. And it's just been fantastic. Yeah, well yeah. said. Graham Wright's done a fantastic job with that list too. With the, just moving people out, moving people in, and there's other yep. clubs playing different salaries. It's amazing what he's done too in a short time. But there's been a little yeah, bit of absolutely. debate, uh, Eddie, around premiership medals. Now, Craig McRae was very outspoken about this and said he hadn't put his medal back on uh, on 360 last night because he thinks it's unfair to the other coaches. Should all coaches and all players that played during the year get a medal, in your perspective? My great friend Trevor Marmalade sent me a message over the weekend saying, yeah, and Trev's a deep thinker and all this stuff. And Trev said this should be the Ron Barassi medal that is presented to everybody who has played a game and the coaches. And with his motto, if it is to be, it is up to me. And the collective of all those me's make a team. And I just think that it's so important to look after everybody in this new age. Others, Tony Shaw, I remember Lee Matthews in 1990 wouldn't even let people into the team photo Uh other than the 20 who ran out on the ground. Mm. So they should get on grand final day. These soldiers on the arena, the man in the arena deserves to get the medal and the presentations and the spoils of victory there. At the best and fairest, I think every person in the club who has played on, they've got to be careful because there has to be a cutoff. 
you don't want to be given the same medal to workers who are there who get paid and all the rest. Yeah. But certainly the players who played a senior role and the coaches should be recognised. In America, everyone gets a yeah. ring and yep. I don't think it takes away from anything. And they are the ultimate. You win, you get the, the rewards. And if you don't, you get the ass. So um, no, I think there's a balance. Hey, what about grand final week? Can't call them cashies anymore because the ATO's onto us, but appearances-wise, <laughs> how busy were you? I saw you at the TLA lunch just swanning around, oh, doing your swanning. thing. Yes. Oh, no, no, it's not no, like Ed doesn't I, swan. I was, <laughs> mate, I'm the lake, the swan's coming. <laughs> You're the lake that they swim in. <laughs> and burn your speedboat. Yeah. I'm a fish. They're chasing. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, don't, I was too busy. I was asked to interview Luke Longley and Scotty Pippen. And they asked me to do that as a last minute. So I did that. But no, no cashies. No. Uh, mate, I'm not going to put the Empire in danger for <laughs> getting get a backhander. That, that's the last people I'm wanting to uh, have any. <laughs> it's the uh, for 500 cash to uh, tell stories from 19, 1975 or something. No, I've gone past that. Ah, <laughs> what, nice what is the going rate, though, by the way? <laughs> About 1,500 cash. Yeah, five large. Yeah. Yeah. Short yeah. change five. there. Oh, mate, you're kidding, aren't you? I'll, I'll pay them five to leave me alone. <laughs> hey, mate, thanks for sharing that with us on this Tuesday and wonderful performance by your football club. It was a great year and uh, no doubt celebrate all over summer and uh, we look forward to next year. It's going to be a good one next year, no yeah. doubt about it. to see what happens with Port and certainly uh, poor old Crows were robbed yeah, uh, of yes. finals appearance. No doubt about that. But if we all put a bit of money into this concept of having a chip in the ball, um, nice. which I might own part of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, Ed. Yeah. No cash. <laughs> Looking to put well, some money somewhere. Need investors. <laughs> it's actually going really well. Brilliant. It's moving in the right direction. So, uh, but then it's got a luck. We might be trialling it in the uh, in the Sandful or the VFL next oh, year. Nice, nice. And, uh, and get the on. So it's good. And, and that would also help for out of bounds as well. And touched. Yeah. And touched in play. Yes. And did go 15. <laughs> yes. It's good. Like Love this. It. Hey, take care, Red. We'll speak again. Good on you guys. And if the Brisbane Lions surely can't complain about one free kick. <laughs> Go back and watch the last quarter of 2000. Oh, <laughs> we're going back to 77 again. Go. He can't really go. Oh, Jonathan Brown's on the phone. <laughs> and don't forget, don't forget, it was Fitzroy who tried to keep calling one out of Monday joining us. We don't forget. We don't forget. We just get even. You do. Most others do. Uh, good on you. Yeah, take man. care, they mate. the right yeah. whack. It's taken under oh, the <laughs> they deserve it. See you, Eddie. I love it. This is the rush hour. The global rush hour in Adelaide. Uh, I think he's still going. <laughs> is he still there? Phil Carver didn't hit that boundary up. Oh. 19. <laughs> oh. It's Triple M's rush hour. Triple M's rush hour. Top 30 moments from 2023. Number 27. A few footy trips down here and uh, none other than the Adelaide Footy Club. And I've come across a couple of the club legends. None other than Lockie Murphy. He's my favourite player in the Adelaide Footy Club. Burn. What, They're just? not club legends. They're not, Lockie is not a legend yet. Did Andrew Jarman approach you before your draft year about playing for, I don't know who he's coaching then because it's probably only three years ago. He's had three different clubs <laughs> since then. Did he approach you about playing for someone then you get drafted? I can't say, but what I can say is he did approach me for Gazer Football Club. Oh, oh we don't want to go there. They're getting fined. You probably would have been part of that. Luckily, you got drafted. Um, I think your career has gone from strength to strength since. What about this year? Disappointing? 
yeah, obviously we thought we deserved to play finals and couldn't quite get there, but we'll be right next year. Um, no, we'll, so, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Top four next year. Now, you brought your um, younger brother here. He looks about nine years old. Who's this bloke? Uh, Pistol, yeah, so he just rode in race two and uh, had a few beers with now, Paddy Parnell. Paddy Parnell. Paddy Parnell. Are you 18, son? Yeah, it's my 18th, so the boys are here for my 18th birthday. I wonder why they're here, and there's about four people dressed the same, and one's, I don't know who this bloke is. You're going to have to introduce yourself. Um, what's your name? Who's that? Uh, my name's Elliot Himmelberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's Darcy Fogarty. Big fight. Has he got the moustache still? Uh, he's got the moustache, but uh, what's going on here, mate? Your horse ran in race two, yeah. and the finish line's there. I think it's just coming around the bend. <laughs> nah, she showed some potential for oh. us. Uh, we're pretty happy with it, actually. Um, and, yeah, we'll take her over to over to Flemington <laughs> coming up. So, mate, Burn. we're looking pretty Burn. happy at the moment. Ask the fog, what's his skin fold numbers? When, when you come eighth. And race two at Morpherville, you don't just automatically qualify for the World yeah. Cup, you idiot. <laughs> oh, we'll find a way. Bird, ask, ask the foggy skinfold numbers. Uh, Jars wants to know your skinfold numbers because they've got the potential to blow out. What's the 6th? We're the 6th of October. This is where they start to really take off. <laughs> we're, on the, we're on the super dry, low carbs. Oh. That, Jars. You might have to find a couple yourself, Stop I reckon. Jars is either member of the gaining club. or losing. Uh, I think he's in a... Burn. Oh, he's just, he's just treading water. Ask Will Hamill, where's his hairline gone? Will Hamill, yeah, he's here. <laughs> where's your hairline gone? Jars wants to know. <laughs> no, nah, I'll play on that. That's, oh. <laughs> I'll decipher that. He said, it's gone back. It's heading back. Now, Burn, I'm over here with the uh, Butte Football Club. Hey, G'day, boys. Hey. 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 Now, where's the coach? Hey. There he is. Oh, G'day, super coach. Now, you, what's happened to your arm? Oh, I had a bit of surgery four weeks ago, so... Getting ready for next year. How old are you now? <laughs> Too old. I'm 57 looking for a footy club. He's 48. 40. 40. 40. It's still dominating in the competition. Sam Trengo, one of the best. Male medalist. Here comes Bernie. Sammy Trengo, one of the best players from your peninsula. Folks on my own. What are you doing here? Actually, second best. <laughs> now, what are we down? After sauce. Is this your footy trip? Yeah, it is. Yep, yep, yep. You've got fines. How much did you make on fines this year? Yeah, we got $660 for the club from fines this year. <laughs> Who paid up the most? Which player? Name him. Oh, Benjamin Nash. <laughs> Where's Nashy? He's not here. Where, Nashy's not here. We're, we're spending his money. We're spending his money. <laughs> How'd you go this year, Super Coach? Oh, we're on the improve. We're, yeah, getting better. We were so, bottom? Though. No, no. We just missed out on the finals in the end. But... Oh, well done. It's a young group. We're looking forward to finals yeah, well next done. year, Jazz. No, good on you. Well done, lads. Behave yourselves, all right? Go the Roosters. Over to you, Burn. Hey, yeah, uh, just walked past. I'm trying to find Tex. I can't find him. I've just no, walked past the Tex. I've just saw... walked past a garden gnome. <laughs> we'll move the garden gnome no. out of the way. Oh, no, it's Rory Laird. Oh. Rory Laird. Bruce Laird. Not a bad year this year, Laird. Yeah, not too bad, boys. How are we? He's with another radio station this year. Oh, let's move on then. No, I'll just kick the garden home out of the way. Oh, here, we oh, here he is, the here actor. Is. Home and away. Oh. Are you going to be permanent on there? Yeah, Alfie. Hello, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Why are we putting two mics? He only needs one. And this is my interview, not yours, Jazz. Oh, yeah. stupid's over there. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, no, let's be honest. You met, yeah. You, yeah. You've sort of brushed past one of those home and away actors. Now, all of a sudden, you think you're on there, do you? Yeah, I do. You think you're going to... Is that... You had a phone call. Oh, I had one. Mum rang me in this morning. <laughs> and, and so did I, actually. Yeah, Ben actually rang me. <laughs> Don't you worry about that, Jazz. If I have to go in there and be Irene's toy boy, I'll... <laughs> oh! oh!
Oh. Oh. Is oh. this going to be life after footy? Home and away. Don't worry about that, man. Oh. Triple M's Rush Hour.